In early November, Ukraine's commander-in-chief, General Saluzhny, acknowledged that the Ukraine war had reached a stalemate. Since the summer, there have been few territorial advances on either side. Ukraine's counter-offensive, which began in early June, has not produced the expected outcome. There are several reasons for this. Ukraine is running short of well-trained soldiers. The average age of the Ukrainian military is now 43. Many lack battlefield experience. 500,000 newly mobilized soldiers, as Ukraine's military leadership is now calling for, will not change the reality on the ground. Russia also has reserves and a seemingly endless supply. Between 100,000 and 300,000 soldiers have been killed on both sides since February 2022. There are also problems with military equipment. Ukrainian armored vehicles are being destroyed by Russian helicopters, drones and artillery. Without fighter jets, Ukrainian soldiers are forced to get out of the targeted vehicles and proceed on foot. Military experts, however, believe that planes would not help Ukraine. Russia has one of the best air defense systems in the world. Nor could an increased supply of Western weapon systems compensate for Ukraine's battlefield personnel losses. Russia's multi-layer defenses, including trenches, dense minefields, concrete obstacles and anti-tank ditches, have made the Ukrainian advance much more difficult. The failed counter-offensive has widened the rift between Ukrainian and US military officials over tactics and strategy. In Ukraine, military morale is declining. Dissatisfaction in civil society and tensions within the country's elite are growing. It is becoming increasingly clear that Ukraine cannot win the war militarily and regain the territory it has lost in the east and the south. Genuine peace talks are possible only between Russia and the US. The core of the war has always been Ukraine's NATO membership. Russia will accept nothing less than Ukraine's neutrality. Moscow will not allow Ukraine to become a military outpost of the US, nor will it accept the deployment of US nuclear missiles on its border. Russia will not end its military operations without an official commitment from Ukraine that it will never join NATO and will not allow foreign troops to be stationed on its territory. The Biden administration has called Russian demands unacceptable. A war of position and attrition plays into the hands of the West because it is not directly involved. The US and its European allies are determined to fight the war to the last Ukrainian. The goal is to turn Ukraine into an anti-Russian unsinkable aircraft carrier, similar to Israel in Eastern Europe. A big Israel, as President Zelensky once put it. The US and the EU have pulled most of Ukraine out of Russia's orbit and are now busy integrating the country into the American empire. In mid-December, the EU decided to open accession negotiations with Ukraine. The country has a large land area and a large population. This makes it attractive for investment. The war has already poured billions of dollars into the coffers of US arms manufacturers. In the coming years, Ukraine will be raided by the vulture capitalists of BlackRock, Vanguard and State Street, and the corporations they control. For Europe, the Ukraine war has brought a historic decline.
Sanctions against Russia have backfired. Cutting off the EU from cheap Russian gas is undermining competitiveness, especially in Germany. A process of deindustrialization and impoverishment of large sections of the population has begun, with considerable social explosive potential. And not only that, if Ukraine does become a member, EU military support in the war against Russia could become an obligation. This could lead to higher military spending, a war economy, austerity measures, inflation and massive social cuts. The war has pushed Russia out of Europe and helped sever economic ties between the two for the foreseeable future. This is certainly a great victory for the US. On the other hand, the US has failed, at least so far, to bring about a regime change in Moscow and to balkanize Russia. The Russian economy has proved much more resilient. On the other hand, even if Ukraine does not join NATO, Russia has not achieved one of its main goals. With the new membership of Sweden and Finland, NATO has continued to expand eastward. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in and for supporting the channel. Don't forget to subscribe. I'll see you next time.